Welcome to ShadowHuntersPodcast.com, where we talk about all things in the Shadow Hunters world. Here's your host, Abel Ozuna. Hey everyone, and welcome to this week's podcast episode. In today's episode, I'm going to be recapping um, this past um, episode from Shadow Hunters, and it was titled This World Inverted. Holy crap, this episode threw me for the biggest whirlwind. I mean, I was so confused I for a second because I watched the show like three times, um, the episode three times, I'm sorry. And it is, it, okay, so if you didn't pay very close attention to a lot of the things, because if you're like me, while I'm watching the show, I'm either like on my MacBook or I'm on my cell phone or I'm cleaning or I'm doing something. OK, I, I, I can't just sit down and watch a show and not do anything. And that goes for movies also. Like I, I can't. Um, so if you're like me, the very first time you watched this episode and you were like every time you looked up or every time I looked up, I was like, wait, huh? What? Who? Well, where are we? Like, what's happening? Like, I don't understand. And, and I listen, and okay, so I listen to the episode, obviously, while I'm doing multitasking, and I'm trying to take it all in, because by now I know all, every character's voice, you know, so I know what's being said, but then I'm like, like, I didn't, in this episode, I couldn't do that, like, I had to watch it, like, I, I had to sit there and pay close attention, because, and again, I watch, okay, every episode I watch of, not, really, I guess, of Shadowhunters, I watch it, um, three to four times and i've explained this before i watched one to two times just for my leisure and then another time or two um because i am taking notes and i take notes as the episode is airs so like um, my notes are very in chronological order i don't kind of i don't blend everything together i just kind of write everything down as it goes and so Again, this episode was titled The World Inverted, and let's just get right into the opening scene uh, where we see uh, Clary, Jace, and Melyorn in the Seely or fairy world. Uh, it, it, I mean, it is beautiful. Like, you see, you know, they are out, like, in a forest or something, and you just see, like, these little um, light or green, like, lights or green specks flying. They kind of look like light bugs, you know, um, and it, I mean, it is a beautiful thing. And, um, we learn, you know, right away we, we learn that, um, Clary's little necklace thing, uh, Melior tells her that it's kind of like, I think she, he says it's a portal charm or peace, but he mentions that, you know, the dimension she's going to that she can go there because with that piece that she has on her necklace, um, it's from that dimension. So once he opens a portal, because again, the last episode ended, um, uh, we saw him talk about how he's going to help her um find her dad because he owes he's like in a life debt he's in a life debt to her because she her and um, jason everyone saved his life he was about to be taken into the silent brothers and he he definitely would not have survived that so after um clary learns that you know her neck is her necklace is like a portal charm and uh melyorn you know he's they're walking towards you know the portal or whatever um, we are with now Alec and Isabel and he's talking about he's talking to Izzy and he's you know about where she was um, the night that you know Meliorn you know whatever disappeared or was taken um, was taken from him and they look up and we see Lydia interviewing or talking to like another shadow hunter that was there um, that 
you know, whenever they kidnapped uh, Meliorn. And that Shadowhunter's telling Lydia, you know, that it was vampires and there were werewolves and that there was like a shadow figure that it kind of looked like a Shadowhunter. And as soon as he says that, Lydia looks up and, oh my God, I want to slap her. I'm sorry, guys. I, I, I really want to slap her. Like, I cannot. <laughs> as soon as he says that it looked like a Shadowhunter... Um, Lydia looks up and sees Alec talking to his sister and she knows right away, like, it, you know, Isabel, like I got you in my head. That's what she said. And anyways, uh, you know, after that shadow hunter kind of spills the beans on Izzy or whatever, um, uh, we are back in the, um, sea leaf, you know, land or whatever, fairyland, And we're with Meliorn, Jason Clary and Meliorn is, um, you know, they ask him, like, why are you taking us, you know, why are you doing this for us? And he's like, you know, he wants to pay off his debt because he hates being in debt. Like, he, you know, he, like, he, he's not about to, you know, just leave, like, a favor hanging in the wind and be like, call me when you need something. Like, no, he wants to pay it off now. And um, he kind of mentions real quick that, you know, like, if the Sealy Queen caught do him doing what he was doing, you know, he, he would be dead. He, he'd be executed. Like he's gone. So obviously he's trying to keep it on the down low and he just wants to pay his debt off. Um, we see him then and there, you know, trying to open the portal and it's pretty cool because the magic that he uses, you know, it's like fairy magic or whatever. And they're in touch with like nature and, um, it kind of is similar to Magnus's warlock magic, but, um, Meliorn's magic is, um very like again like i said it looks like light bugs you know like like little green sparks kind of like light bugs um it, it was really cool so we see him trying to open up that portal um that way clary can go into the dimension you know to another world whatever um so that you know again that was real cool i like that the special effects are so cool they don't look like cheesy there or anything like you know like valentine's layer like oh i can't Anyway, <laughs> anyways, um, so he explains to them that Shadowhunters in the world that Claire is going to, Shadowhunters no longer exist because the demons are not there. Um, you know, he tells them, you know, this is like in the future, kind of like Shadow, you know, demons have, Shadowhunters have gone away because they were not needed in that dimension because there are no demons. So if there are no demons, Shadowhunters aren't needed again and he also explains that the, the downworlders that are there like warlocks vampires werewolves um Seely, whatever um the downworlders that are there they kind of want to fly under the radar you know they they want to fit in with the rest of the crowd with the mundanes or humans or whatever so um he also mentions to clary that once she's there she needs to find something to remain grounded she needs to to remember that she's there for a mission and not stray off because she can easily get lost into that world and then she will be stuck in there forever and so she wouldn't be able to come back to you know the real world <laughs> you know like the universe that we are living in now so he explains that to her or whatever you know that you need to find something to be grounded to um and he does a lot of ex explaining there and while he's trying to open up that portal and that's pretty cool so um, after that scene, we are now with Luke and his pack in their little, you know, hide out that little Chinese restaurant. <laughs> and he's talking to his pack member or, you know, that cop friend of his. Um, he is a werewolf, but he also works with him at the police station. 
And then the cop, you know, they're talking, whatever. And the cop, you know, he like smells something and he mentions like there's something dead outside and everyone jumps up and they're like, you know, oh, hell no. Because the last time something dead came, it was that forsaken and drama and, you know, it just was a mess. So everyone gets up and gets ready to like pretty much attack whatever it is. And it is a Simon because, of course, he, he smells like something dead because he's dead. A vampire is dead. <laughs> it's Simon. And he says that Raphael um, made him ambassador to the werewolves. Um, and the guy's like, you know, why would he do that? And he says something like, because um, of my connection to Luke, of course. And Simon starts like waving at him, like all like giddy like i could not stop laughing simon like broke in and there was you know these werewolves were like ready to attack him and he is just so like hi guys like he thinks that they're still cool or whatever (laughs) and um simon mentioned something like i thought we were one i thought we were all downworlders and luke's like it's not that simple and simon um, goes back to him and he's like um so vamp because vamps and werewolves hate each other and luke is like not all of them and so he tells everyone, Luke tells everyone to settle down and he reassures Simon, like, you're welcome here. Like, come on, you know, whatever. <laughs> and I, it was so funny to me because Simon's like him as a human, like kind of awkward and geeky. Like he here he is as vampire Simon and he still has no idea what <laughs> social what is socially acceptable. And I could not stop laughing. So, you know, Luke and Simon have a seat or whatever. And Luke asks Simon, like, you know, why did you show up here? Like, what's going on? And Simon says that Raphael got frustrated with training him, you know. So Simon decided to head out or whatever. And Luke asks him, like, oh, so you came to the first place that you could get eaten alive. And Simon, he thinks for a second. And he's like, um, seemed like a good idea at the time. And so the girl, you know, this girl brings him out. Him and Luke got some food. Say she was ordered to bring them out some food. And um, Simon, like, looks at her, and all of a sudden, his, like, fangs popped out. It was really creepy. <laughs> and, and then Luke is, like, um, you know, he talks to whatever, and Simon's, like, this is just, like, going through puberty all over again, but with less zits. And that's exactly how he's portraying it. And it was so awkward and funny. And I, probably one of my favorite moments of Simon like you know like it was so funny I loved it so after that awkward run in uh, we're back with um, J- uh, Jason Clary and Clary tells Melly Warren that a life you know she reminds him like um, a life debt does include making sure that I stay safe like you're not gonna throw me in there bro and then backstab me like that's not gonna happen and so then uh you know he agrees whatever clary walks into the portal and then um as soon as she walks into that portal into the next dimension um she's like we see her you know in that dimension and then you see her kind of like shiver like the camera like shakes like she landed into her own body and i it was so cool how they did that like and and they made me like okay so i guess you can tell like if i when i when i first watched it um i i multitasked and so I missed that, okay? So when I looked up, I was like, wait, what's happening? You know, like, what's happening? Where am I? But when I really paid attention, and again, you had to pay attention to this episode, you see that happen, like the camera work, it was so good. Um, so she, the first thing that she sees is Valentine, and she gets this knife, and because she's in another dimension, obviously things are different there. Uh, but here in this dimension, the real world, uh, Valentine is 
someone that we all hate and he's like chilling in her kitchen and she holds up a knife and he's like whoa 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 and, and like he plays it off you know he's like whatever like he thinks it's a part of her acting or whatever school play whatever she's in and and then she clicks like oh yeah like this isn't the valentine that has my mother you know hostage and isn't trying to ruin the world but whatever so then kind of seeing them all like a little family it was it was kind of a little weird to me you know because like clary's like looking around or whatever and one of the paintings show her mom's name as like jocelyn morgenstern and i was like oh like i kind of like gave me the creeps a little bit you know but i liked it because in that world it was complete opposite of what's happening now and i think maybe in my head it maybe portrayed what clary deep down wished she could have had you know so then um, her mom makes a comment like, you have to watch this commercial. And, you know, it shows um, like Hodge and then it shows Luke. And they're like talking about how this um, psychic changed their lives for the better, you know, and put he put them on the right path. And then who's a psychic? It's Magnus Bain. <laughs> it's Magnus Bain being like a tarot card reader, like one of those cheesy, like call me for a dollar dollar ninety nine a minute. You know, one of those people. And, I, and he looks so boring, like boring cute. That's my note. Like my notes say Magnus looks boring cute. Like he looks like Magnus, of course, but then he looks like nerdy, like boring, you know? So um, it, it, the commercial obviously was cheesy, but it was funny. And he said something like, I can come to me. I can help you. And for a second, she was getting lost. Clary, you can see her getting lost in everything. And then whenever he says that, she's like clicks and she snaps out of it and she's like i gotta go so she like that like help grounded her you know she remembers why she's there so then she of course takes off or whatever and um <laughs> it was pretty funny so after that little you know weird commercial we are back at the institute with the annoying and much hated lydia and <laughs> so there lydia she walks in whatever she tells Alec she's like I'm sorry and he like looks at her kind of confused he's like for you know like for what and she walks past him and she arrests Izzy holy oh my she arrests Izzy for high treason oh my gosh I was so um, oh man I was so ticked ticked off at this I I I, I literally jumped up and I, I wanted to like jump into I wanted to jump into my TV screen and I wanted to strangle the life out of Lydia. Okay. That, that, that is how deep rooted my hate stands for this character. I mean, I, I just could not like, why is she here? Like I can't. Oh, and so, uh, whatever <laughs> Put my feelings aside and let's move on with this recap. Okay. Um, so is, is he kind of, um, snapbacks, you know, and she's, you know, she tells Lydia like, she kind of does like a low dig at Lydia and she's kind of like, you know what, Lydia, you're no better than Valentine. And, you know, at least he at least he tells downworlders to their face that um, he doesn't like them, you know. And, you know, she kind of mentions to Lydia something like, you know, you hide behind the law or you hide behind the government or the clave or something like that. And I was like, yes, Izzy, like even getting arrested, she's still being Izzy. And I loved it. And I <laughs> I loved it. So after Isabella is arrested, um, we go back with to Clary and she's in the alternate universe, the fake world, as I call it, in the other dimension. And um, 
and Clary is outside and she's with Simon and she like freaks out. She's like, Simon, get out of the sun. And then she realizes, okay, this is strange. Like I forgot here. You're not a vampire. And so he's human again. <clears throat> and then <clears throat> I'm sorry. Uh, we see Simon with, you know, they, whatever they're outside and Izzy's there as the nerdiest. I mean, I love her look. <laughs> she's like the nerdiest human and the perfect, like, like the perfect girlfriend for Simon. Like if Simon were a girl, this Isabel in the alternate universe would be him. And uh she <laughs> I you know, she I put that she's like a, she looks like a boring mundane with glasses. So cute. That was my note <laughs> on Isabel. Like I loved it. And then we see a, a mundane Alec and he is like a um kind of like a party planner i guess and he's kind of like over the top and i love it because it's kind of like the opposite of shadow hunter alec and being in this universe he, you can tell that he's very confident in himself and the way he carries himself the way he has his shoulders back and he's talking and um it is complete opposite of from what the alec that we know right now in shadow hunters um in the in their in their so-called real world and the Alec that is annoying my soul right now. So um, we um, not only are they there, but Jace is also there in the alternate universe. And we see him. He's kind of working like the food truck. I don't know why. That was weird. <laughs> I guess they didn't want. I don't know. That was kind of weird. He was like working the food truck or whatever. And he mentions like he can't wait till tonight. I guess they have that party to go to. And as him and Clary are like making out. Again, if you weren't paying attention to the show, like watching, actually watching it, and you were trying to multitask like I did the first time, you would have missed, like, it's pretty important to watch because Clary is, like, getting lost into the world. And as the, the as she's getting lost into the world, it's, it's very clear because of the cameras, like, the cameramen do, you know, the special effects, everything, the... The post-production of the show is so amazing, like how they um, kind of like blur out the image, you know, so it kind of makes you feel like you're stepping like if you were there. Like and I felt like I was falling into the universe for a second, you know, like that story. I was falling for the fake storyline. Like I was loving all the human Izzy, the human Alec. I was loving, you know, Jason Harris, you know, as just two regular teenagers. And then you realize like, OK, like you snap out of it, you know, and. And, uh, she, 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 the, I'm sorry, a car honks or something in the background when they're making out and she snaps out of it. And as soon as she snaps out of it, I snap out of it. And I'm like, oh yeah, like, this is all fake. Like, why are we here? <laughs> so after she snaps out of it and she's like, I gotta go, we are back in the uh, real world, um, or the today, you know, this universe and we are with Luke and Simon. So Simon is uh, telling Luke, you know, all he wants really is to be able to go home again. And um, Luke tells Simon, you know, you can't go until you learn how to control your impulses. You know, in other words, you know, Simon can't go home to his mom and he still wants to rip her neck out. You know, he needs to learn how to control that and just get his life together pretty much. So as soon as he says that, we see the um, internal affair officer show up and he has been looking for Luke. You know, Luke is a suspect for all these murders that's happened. And um, he tells Luke, you know, he's trying to like arrest Luke and Simon like loses his mind. Simon like goes full on vampire on him and like attacks, like knocks him out, whatever, attacks him. And I was for it. I mean, I okay, that officer had to go. Like I could like, bye. You know, I was real happy with Simon. I was proud of him. <laughs> but, um, you know, so that happened or whatever. And uh, then from there, <laughs> Simon's like, 
he he does something and he you know he was like how Simon said something like he was ready to rip his throat out but he didn't and again I wanted him to go full on vampire and he kind of did but you know whatever um so then from Simon's storyline we go over to Jason Melion who are standing in outside in the forest you know outside of the portal that Clary entered in and Jace uh, reminds Meliorn, you know, he's like, if Clary doesn't make it out alive, uh, you know, you're going to live to regret it. And um, Meliorn says that, you know, he's like, have you ever seen a um, Sealy Knight fight? You know, like, if I were you, I wouldn't be so cocky. And um, he's like very calm and he says that's kind of creepy, you know, and he's sitting on the floor. It looks like he's meditating. And Meliorn, all of a sudden, like the ground is shaking or something. And Jace's like, what's going on? And Meliorn's like, you know, demons are coming. They are, demons are attracted to that dimension because it is very peaceful. And Jace is like, oh yeah, you know, demons want to create chaos. So somewhere peaceful to them is like a, like a field, it would, they would have a field day there. Like they, that would be ideal for a demon. So, um, let's see here. After we realize that demons may be coming towards them, whatever, we go back. We are thrusted back into the fake world with, uh, or the other dimension with Clary and Magnus, human Magnus. Okay, I, I, okay. Magnus is literally, guys. Magnus is probably my favorite character of all time. Not only like he's he's not my favorite character in the show, favorite character in the books of her world of, of Cassandra Clare's world. Magnus Payne is probably my favorite character I've ever read ever in any story he is so like i love him and so <clears throat> again we are back in the fake world with them too and magnus is reading like clary's tarot cards you know um he's putting on this front that he is just a sidekick or whatever getting paid to read her cards and clary starts getting lost in the world again you know whenever he's telling her like you know something like you know about a true love, blah, blah, blah. And he mentioned something about tonight and she snaps out of it whenever the cat meows or something. And she looks at him and it's Chairman Meow. It's a uh, Chairman Meow. And, um, you know, Magnus mentions how he has two cats, Chairman Meow. And then he looks at church. He's like, and church. And I love them. Okay. I don't like cats. Okay. I'm not a cat person. I love my dogs. I am a definite you know, dog person. I love them, but I love chairman meow and I love church <laughs> and, um, Clary, you know, she tells Magnus after she snapped out of it, she tells Magnus that, you know, she's like, I know you're a warlock. And she tells him, you know, I'm a shadow hunter. And Magnus is like, mm, no, you're not a shadow hunter. Shadow hunters have been gone for hundreds of years now. And, you know, to prove that she's a real, she tries to show him her runes. And then she's like, you know, he mentions like, like you need a tan, girl. Like, <laughs> there's nothing there but tan. And she's like, oh, yeah, the runes aren't here or whatever. They never existed in this dimension. So, of course, she couldn't show them. So then she looks around or whatever. She's trying to prove that she is a, a shadow hunter. And she gets a sketch pad and she draws out a demon for him. And he he's like, holy crap. Like, what is this? Like. I guess you're really a shadow hunter. And I, I went through the same thing. Like, yeah, Magnus, like, come on, dude. She's, um, I was like the whole time in my head, I was like, Clary, Clary, you have to tell him something that is going to strike a chord. And finally she drew that, you know, picture of the demon or whatever. Um, so, you know, after he, she draws the image for him, 
he admits to her that, you know, he can't really help her because his his magic has been dormant. And, um, you know, he hasn't practiced magic at all. So as soon as he says that or whatever, we are then um, back to another storyline at the Institute with um, Lydia, you know, training, working out, whatever. I was hoping she like broke her wrist or, you know, broke an ankle, maybe snapped her neck, but she didn't. <laughs> Alec walked in on her and he he tells her that everyone he tells her, you know, everyone's at the City of Bones, you know, including Jace or whatever, and that he knows where the Mortal Cup is at, and he wants to trade uh, the Mortal Cup. He wants to give the Mortal Cup to the Clave in exchange for Izzy's freedom. So that way Izzy wouldn't be exiled and stripped of her runes. You know, he wanted to save his sister. And, um, you know, Lydia is all for it because she knows that the cup is the thing that they're after. The clave, they want to protect it. They want to have control of the cup. Um, but Jason, everyone, you know, they're not really, a, they're they're not um, so like team clave and neither am I. So, <laughs> you know, um, Alec, he tells her his plan or whatever. And um, Alec, he she's like, you know, where is it? And Alec goes to get the cup and, you know, where he put it from for Clary and he realizes it's gone. He's, I mean, he is mad. And he's like, you know, Jace or he says something. And um, then we are... Uh, back in this fake universe or the other dimension with Clary of Magnus again. And he's like taking Magnus, like making some kind of drink, you know? And she's like, what is that for? And he, and he's like, you know, hopefully to kickstart my magic. And he, as he's, you know, he puts his drink down or whatever. Magnus makes this funny comment. And it is for, I guess like an older audience like me. And I got it. The hint. He's like, this is the longest I've ever abstained from a lot of things. <laughs> And it was so funny because, you know, Magnus is out there, boy. Like, he he lives his life, girl. And I'm all for that. Um, so, Clary is, you know, she, she he's trying to get his, mag, his magic going, his mojo back. And Clary's like, um, usually you have a little bit more of a flourish to it. And Magnus, and she does this thing with her hands, you know, and he, he's like, um, you know, I do not look like that. And she's like, well, it, it, it was so funny because she portrayed Magnus so perfectly, you know, and that's it. He is very over the top. So she was not lying. Um, and, you know, Clary, um, she she what she does then is she shows him her her necklace charm and he touches it and as soon as he touches it with her he's like that's what i'm talking about like he instantly feels that magic and she you know she's like hey gotta go you know and she tells him like dress to impress for that party tonight and i'm like girl you know if you only knew magnus does not let down at least the real world magnus does not let down you know human magnus is kind of boring so i'm glad she told him she gave him like a little warning like make sure you're dressed up boy um, so after Magnus and Clary's conversation, we're again with Izzy and Alec and Alec is, um, telling Isabel, you know, Hey, Jay stole the cup. And then he looks at Isabel cause she's giving him this look like, Holy crap. He knows. And he's like, you knew about it. Is he, you know, he's like, are you kidding me? And you know, I, what I was waiting for and I was like, Oh girl, do not tell him that Magnus helped y'all. And thankfully she didn't, because I would have been very upset with Isabel. I mean, 
I'm already upset with Alec. I can't be mad at two lightwoods. I mean, I just can't. So I'm proud of Isabel for holding that secret. Uh, Isabel tells Alec, you know, Alec, I'm sorry, I'm jumping ahead real quick. Alec, um, he, he, he asks Isabel if she knows where he's at. Isabel does not tell him, of course. She kind of keeps her silence. And Alec's like, you know, he's going to track him. And Izzy's like telling him, you know, you cannot track him. He's in fairy. And Alec, you know, he's like, well, I can't track him the normal way. But he does mention something about their parabatai bond. And Izzy's like, you know, that will weaken you. Like, don't do it, you know. And Alec, you know, he's hard-headed right now. He's all team Lydia and disgusting me at the moment. And so he's like, whatever. Um, and he walks off or whatever, and he's going to go and do that parabatai bond. So as soon as he walks out, we are now with the other storyline um, with uh, Luke and Simon. And they are there with, so I'm sorry, Simon is with the uh, internal affair officer. And they are kind of staging this setup, you know. So the officer was going to um, arrest Luke for a murder that he thought Luke committed. And so Simon kind of acts like he's the psycho killer and he did, well, I think he calls him demonic killer or something like that. But Simon kind of plays that role so well. It kind of creeped me out. It kind of reminded me like of Dexter and like the internal affair officer was strapped into a chair and Simon was like being real creepy. And I loved it. Like it was like a dark Simon, you know, like a, bad guy or whatever and simon you know he pretends that he's going to um put like some kind of drill or something into the officer and luke busts in and kind of like you know ta-da like save the day and he shoots simon and and simon like it just falls down and and luke shoots him a lot i was like bro you could have just shot him one time i mean simon could have acted like he was like oh i'm dead you know but anyway luke's like luke like did a whole round of bullets on like wasted a whole round of bullets on simon and simon falls to the ground and then we are again in this little fake universe um other storyline with clary and it's their um i'm sorry so she walks in izzy has like a bruise on her face and she tells uh clary you know she's freaking out because she's like what am i gonna do if this is from a kickboxing class i have this party tonight i can't go to the party looking like this what am i gonna do and clary you know she's just freaking out and that is not like isabel because isabel's very cool calm and collected and this alternate universe is you know she's completely opposite and so she's freaking out whatever and um, clary agrees to help her <laughs> and izzy's like you and uh, Jace, me not talking is really messing with my chi, and I love that. And I actually retweet, I actually tweeted um, that, and I was like, "Same." And uh, the Shadowhunters TV show actually retweeted me, and I, I was like, "Oh, they resolve it. Look at me, I got a shout out from Shadowhunters." But that lasted like two seconds because, of course, they um, on Tuesdays have that Shadowhunters chat. And, uh, you know, everyone gets noticed, so whatever. I was just like, mm, I got, like, I don't know how many likes because of it. I thought I was I was feeling myself for a second. <laughs> and um, so, you know, whatever. Clary's helping Isabella. <laughs> Clary's helping Isabella out. And um, we are now at the event that there, this big event for Valentine that he was throwing. And Simon's talking to him, and he's like, you know, uh, thanks, Mr. M, for the gig or whatever. And and uh, Valentine's like, you know, you know, I you call me Val or you know, he said something like, 
don't call me that or something. And Simon's like, um, I mean Val. And I and I was like, how isn't that? I like this. I like this Valentine way more than the real Valentine. Like I cannot with the real Valentine. Like he he creeps me out and me. And again, he I guess he is supposed he's a he's a villain, so he's supposed to kind of creep me out, but. Like, I cannot with him. Like, his whole layer and everything. Like, if you've heard all the podcast episodes, you know I do not like it. I'm not team Valentine at all. But in um, even knowing that Valentine in this new dimension... Okay, so knowing that he's evil, obviously, I... I like him still better than the real Valentine. I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I'm telling you, this episode really messed with my mind, and I just it's it was too much for me. Um, so they're at the party, and Jace. Okay, so you know that little conversation between Simon and uh, Valentine, and then um, uh, Jace shows up to the party. You know, he's like really nervous because him and Clary are dating, and um, Valent he walks up to Clary, whatever. Valentine is with Jocelyn. And he sees Jace walk in and he goes over to meet him. And he's like, this must be the Jace I've heard so much about. And he says something like, you know, nice to meet you, sir, or Valentine or whatever. And um, <laughs> Valentine looks at him and he's like, call me Mr. Morgenstern. And it was so funny because it was like a complete, op- he felt completely opposite of the way he felt with Simon. You know, with Simon, he was like, oh, we're friends. Call me uh, Val. You don't have to call me Mr. Morgan Cern. And with Jace, he's like, call me Mr. Morgan Cern. It, it was so funny. And Jace, whenever um, Valentine walked away, Jace was like, crap. Like, oh my God, I can't believe I messed that up. And it was funny because in real, in the real world, in this real dimension, Jace is very confident, very cocky, and in this world, he, he was kind of like Simon. He was very shy, whatever. So then, um, let me see. Jace. Okay, so Jace and Clary are like, you know, they start dancing or whatever. And literally, I was, okay. So Clary gets lost into this blurred world, right? And while they're dancing, I, I'm getting lost in it for a second. I'm like, like, I love that storyline. I was like, like, I, okay, I was legit lost into this storyline. And then the blurred uh, vision of the camera started happening. I was like, oh, okay, that's not real. <laughs> so then we um, are back in the real world again at the Institute. And Hodge, um, Alec asked Hodge for help. And, you know, Hodge is kind of hesitant at first. And then Alex, you know, he's like, if you don't help me, I'm going to do it anyway. So Alec, I'm sorry, Hodge and Alec, you know, they go whatever to um, do the hair baton tracking and Hodge warns Alec like it's going to be painful. And let's see. Alec. Okay, so Alec starts to um, see. No, uh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Okay, so um, yeah. At this time, whenever um, Hodge warns Alec about like it's going to be painful, you know, uh, Alec makes this comment. And he's like, Jace is dead to me. Like, I don't care. And I literally could not even like I I pushed pause and I was like, did he just say Jason's dead to me? Like, no, like, no, he's not dead. Okay. And as soon as he says that a demon in in fairy in the fairyland attacks Jace because the demons are trying to get into the portal to go into that fake world. Okay. There's a lot of worlds going on. So I hope you're caught up. Okay. Um, Again, a demon is attacking Jace in fairyland where the portal to the fake world is open because the demon wants to get in there. Okay. It's like a kid at a candy store. In other words. 
So Jace is getting attacked by this weird looking like swamp creature demon. Okay. And Alec, let me see here. Alec, um, as soon as um, Hodge starts to go over the rune or whatever the to do the tracking, Alec starts to see Jace and um, it immediately affects them both. You know, you can see the pain in Alec's eyes. Jace falls to the ground while he's being attacked, mind you. And Alex, like, I can see him. And I was thinking, if you can see him, you can see what's happening. You can see that he's being under attack. He's being attacked. And I wanted to be like, Alec, you need to, if, okay, if my best friend or my parabatai were being attacked and I was trying to be nosy and find out where they were and I saw that they were being under attack, I would cut that off immediately because it was weakening them and it was my fault. Of course, Alec went through with it. And you see Jace in pain on the ground while this demon is there attacking him and Meliorn. And Alec is, you know, in the Institute and he's in pain and he yells out Jace's name. Jace yells out Alec's name full on drama. And my heart was pounding, boy. I could not. I still cannot. Okay, I'm so mad at Alec right now because Jace, you know, Jace is being under attack, dude, and Alec is like ruining this whole like moment. You know, like he could have he could have got Jace killed, and I don't even want to think about what would I I would do to Alec if that happened. So whatever. Um, let me see here, guys. <laughs> My notes are really R rated, and I cannot say half of them. So after all this drama, whatever. Um, we are in the fake world again with um, Magnus uh, showing up to this party and he's trying to get in or whatever, but he's not uh, formally invited. And Alec, you know, he he threw the party, which is weird because in the real world, Magnus throws the parties and <laughs> Alec is usually invited or not invited, whatever. And um, so Alec lets Magnus in and... Uh, <sighs> My God, my, the roles have been reversed so much. Magnus is so awkward and he doesn't know what to do. And Alec is like drinking and he's like all about the party. And he's obviously clearly hitting on Magnus, you know. And I loved it when <laughs> Alec is like to us and they cheers. And Magnus, you know, he's like, I got to go. And Alec, as soon as he walks off, Alec is like playing hard to get. I love a challenge. Holy crap, I loved it because that's exactly what Magnus said about Alec in the first time they met. You know, Alec was like, I have to go. And Magnus was like, you know, playing hard to get. And oh my God, I loved it. I, I, it was, that was so clever. It was so good. I cannot get over it. I mean, kudos, kudos to the writers of the show. Um, um, their roles being reversed in that fake world. I mean, the worlds really were introvert. You know, it was just, um, too much i loved it so um you know he has to go or whatever um alec has to go he simon at this time um clary and jace are still making out all hardcore on the dance floor okay they were like in it and simon breaks them up you know and it was so weird because jace and simon have this kind of like rivalry over clary in the in the um real world and um he breaks them up and Simon and Jace, um, Simon and Jace like high five, you know, they're like besties. And that was too much for me. I was like, I, I need y'all not to be besties like this. Like I cannot like, no, that was, that was real like cringe worthy guys. Um, 
So he breaks it up or whatever. And then you see, you know, he's real nervous. And Clary gives him this stare. And he mentions like something like Dracula stare. Because, you know, obviously her look was very Dracula. And so Simon goes up and he walks off and he's with Izzy. And oh my God, their dancing was the best. It was so nerdy so perfect i mean they were they are a match made in heaven like i love them so much um and so magnus um when clary's watching simon and izzy dance whatever magnus walks up to her and he's like come on let's go and she she for like forgot who he was because she was so living in this world for a second and she doesn't have an anchor to the real world so he snaps his finger, shows his cats to her to spark her memory, and all of a sudden, you know, she's like, he shows her all these images, and she remembers. She's like, oh, that was close. And so she walks off with Magnus or whatever, and Jace sees Magnus um, leaving with Clary, and, and to me, right away, he's like real jealous. Okay, he's like, like, what? So he follows her. He sure does. So whatever, he follows her, and I loved it. And so, and before we see what happens, we are back in the real world with um luke and simon so internal affairs tells luke like you know i thank you for saving my life all eyes are for you are off of you for good i mean you know because um it looked like luke killed the guy that was about to kill the internal affairs guy which really it was just luke and simon coming with the plan to throw the internal affairs officer off um so you know the internals of air officer like the the case is dropped against luke obviously because they think that simon or you know is dead he's in a body bag in the morgue and as soon as the guy walks off um simon pops out of the body bag and he's like so how did i do <laughs> i could not stop laughing i loved it um so a couple of seconds later whatever we're back in the fake world and we're with clary and magnus again and jace again he followed magnus and clary and as he as he walks into the room he sees magnus's hand is on clary and i was like oh lord it is about to go down like okay like like a jerry springer moment i was ready i was fully prepared for the drama i mean i love i love the dramatics and i was fully prepared for it and you know whatever jace breaks up with clary and um <laughs> so he breaks up with clary and then a demon uh attacks as soon as the demon attacks he's like what in the hell is that thing because in in that world they're all humans shadow hunters don't exist demons aren't there and the demon after he was attacking jace and meljorn and fairy he was able to get through the portal so that's why he's in that world um so now after he attacked and jace freaked out over it you know fake fake jace we're back in a ferry with jace and meliorn uh jace asks meliorn you know did you kill it did you kill the demon and meliorn tells him like no it went through the portal um meliorn is very quick to say like i need to seal this portal now because more demons are coming and jace is like no i need to go through it to help them because they don't have help you know they're not they don't know that a demon is coming for them so jace runs into the portal he pops into it and as soon as he pops into the fake world we like we we see his body like shiver like he is he he jumped into his body and again that's another thing that if you weren't paying close attention you would miss it and i was and again the very first time i watched it i was definitely very confused because i had no idea what was happening um so anyways 
um, he jumps into it and we see him jump into his body. And in Back in Fairy, we see Alec and Lydia showed, showed up to the portal, like literally just a couple of seconds late. And um, back in the fake world, Jason, Clary, like realize Clary realizes like, oh, like Jace, like it's you because Jace is like crying because, you know, whatever, like the fake Jace is crying because he had to break up with Clary because she, whatever. And she realizes that, oh, it's you. So, you know, she realized like Jace, you know, and he's like, yeah. And um, so whatever they they start fighting off the demon, Jace, you know, he stabs the demon with like something because he doesn't have his stele because they don't exist in that world. But before he stabs him, the demon or right after he stabs him, the demon punctures him like a hole on his neck. And I was like, oh, my Lord, Jesus, what's going to happen? And um, whatever he gets up or whatever, and he's like, "We have to go," because obviously he killed that demon, but that the that demon it hurt him. So they whatever Magnus finds the piece the piece of the portal that they have to get through. He opens it up for them. Um, he he lets them through, and Jace tells Magnus like, "You need to close the portal now, or demons are going to continue to come here." And Magnus, you know, reassures the fake Magnus reassures him that um, he'll take care of it. So then uh, we are back at the Institute with Izzy and Alec. Izzy asks Alec if him and Jace are okay because Alec walks into the room and he's like, you know, no, like our bond is so weak. He's like a ghost. Oh my God. I was so sad. (laughs) I was like, okay, if you know that your bond is so weak and you have a problem with it, dump that, you know, girl, Lydia. Oh, I wanted to cuss so bad, and I cannot. Um, I promise myself I will not cuss on this show. Uh, but I'm like, dump that thing, Lydia, you know? And um, oh, I was so annoyed. Guys, I need to calm down and take a sip of water. So um, after he tells Isabel about that, they um, we are back with Clary and Jace, and they are now in Valentine's Lair in the real world. So they're there. They're looking around or whatever. They're asking Clary's like, what is all this stuff? You know, she sees um, all his like injections, you know, he's um, his little lab. The thing that I'm over, like, I wish they would blow that place up. It is so corny. Like, oh, I can't. I it looks so fake and uh, it's annoying me. It is. That is the worst. Literally Valentine's Lair and Valentine and the way they're showing her mom at first it was cool, but now it's not. Um, that whole Valent- Valentine, they need to redo it. Like, okay, I'm glad they got season two, okay, but they need to like take a seat, okay, look back and be like, what can we do to change Valentine? Because his whole persona, his whole layer, it is, oh God, I cannot help but roll my eyes at it. It is just too much for me. <laughs> Anyways, um, they, you know, Clary's like, what? They're looking around, whatever, and then they hear a noise and they freak out because, of course, they were just attacked by a demon, and so they're like thinking, you know, maybe like, well, what, what's here? And they're in Valentine's Lair, and they go, okay, they walk towards this like closet type of thing, and they open it, and there's a man there, and Jace keeps like mumbling, and while he's mumbling, he's like, are you kidding me? He's like, and he's like, says it like a couple times. He's like, you died. I saw it. And Clary looks at him. She's like, how do you know this man? Okay. And the, okay. So the, this is all 
guys happening with there's like less than a minute left in the show and jace looks like jace is looking at this guy and jace just says he's my father and credits okay i could not my notes here i just have like a bunch of letters exclamation points like i could not why would they end a show like that why do i have to wait a whole week what am i supposed to do with my life i mean i guess right now i'm recording a podcast but i guess i don't know i can't even guys (laughs) um so again guys i'm sorry for the delayed episodes but i was on vacation and i was in portland oregon okay i was my first time there it was wonderful i spent some time writing my third book and that book will be called southern betrayal um it, it it's almost done and i guess that's what i'll do the rest till next week till the next shadow hunters i'm just gonna finish writing that book and um if you're not following the show on twitter please follow the show at pod shadow hunter that's at pod shadow hunter and you can follow me on my personal twitter account at Abel Ozuna 4. Um, and I will talk to you guys next week. Have a good one.